I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, how do you say, have I changed in Spanish? Ooh. Oh, what would that be? Google Translate it. Ooh. I'll do the rest. Okay. And should I get a Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler flag to wave at Glasto? Oh, that's a great idea. Ooh. And what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usual agony ants, are we? William Hansen. The UK's leading etiquette expert and great sous vide cooker. Oh, thank you. We'll come on to our luxury candlelight supper in a moment. Uh, no, we're not Jordan North, uh, radio presenter and great sous vide eater. I'm more Knights of the Round Table. You are more Fights Round a Table. Oh, very good. You asked me to Google Translate, have I changed in Spanish? Mm-hmm. And this is what it says. He cambiado. Let me see. It. He cambiado. He cambiado. He cambiado. Lovely. Um, talking of talking of um, phrases from the podcast in foreign languages, a shout out to my. Can you just do the debonair whilst I press these buttons on my phone? Um, thank you. Uh, shout out to my. Oh, you've had a good week. Jeez. Well, you've been round. Uh, a shout out to. I was actually in your bed as well that night. You. Well, you were in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll explain more about. Well, we. I went round to Williams for dinner on Saturday. Um, but shout outs to my friends Anna and Charlotte because Charlotte has been revising for her GCSE French and to increase her vocabulary decided to translate Wendy, can I borrow a potato peeler into French. Wendy? Puis je emprunis votre épluche de pommes de terre. Ah. Trips of the tongue. Wendy, prêche de pommes de terre. That's exactly what Charlotte Sounds said. Sounds really um, nice in yes, that accent, I think everything it? does in, in French. And Italian. Okay. And Spanish. I really want to learn Spanish. I Maybe do. when we go to Benidorm, that is the, uh, that's the tar- chance. Yeah. I always say, because obviously I'm going to move out to Spain and retire out there. Yeah. But I want to be able to speak the language. Speak the lingua de franco or whatever Do you speak say. any languages? Uh, nine. I speak a, a, a bisschen of German. Okay. But that's about it. Right. As I have said previously, I can, obviously, I, because I was a 
as you were as well. I learnt modern languages under Tony Blair's education policy. I can talk to you all about wind turbines and renewable energy in Germany, but I can't ask for the bill. I don't know what to do with the breakfast or anything like that. Gosh, my, gosh, my smoke. I'm not a smoker, but last week's episode, I sounded like a smoker at one point. It's just come back. Oh, what does a so- <clears throat> smoker sound like? I don't know. <laughs> Radio 1, 3.30 to quarter to six. Shut up. <laughs> Um, should we toast Robbie James? He came on our episode uh, bonus a few weeks ago. Oh, he is, yeah. Uh, Wendy, can I borrow a potato peeler composer? Robbie? I said, Wendy. Ooh, ah. Can I borrow your potato peeler? <gasps> Maybe you could get Calvin Harris to do a remix. <laughs> You're connected. I've just had a fantastic idea. Who are we toasting to? Robbie James and Calvin Harris. To Robbie. Hmm. <laughs> I think I'd love to see his face when you ask him that. Can we move on, please? <laughs> Especially if you do it deadly serious. <laughs> anyway. It's another week of Diva España with Amazon Music on Sex and My Boss. It's all very exciting, this. As part of our fifth birthday celebrations, you might have heard we're having a long weekend of sexted shenanigans in Benidorm. And the best bit is... You can join in the fun. Me, William, producer Ben, and you. Yes. Or you could go in my place and then you can take more people. Wendy and Graham are coming as well. I know. Yeah. And so, how about the neighbours? Uh, Bill and Michelle are going to come as well. Right. Yeah. Nice. Michelle's not a big fan of Benny. Well, it's not, she'll be in good company. So you might get on really well. Okay. So, yeah. Tell me about Bill and Michelle. What they do you need to know? Are, uh, Wendy and Graham's friends in Spain. And, and they're in the next door house? No, they're a bit further down, okay. but... Uh, oh, down, not or, up. Originally, they're from Accrington. Okay, yes. Which is just down the road from Burnley. So mm-hmm. they were destined to be friends. Bill's a good cook. He makes paella. Okay. Yeah. And do they speak any Spanish themselves? Uh, I think Bill does, actually. Yeah. Or well, one of them does. And are they a similar age to your parents? Yeah. In their 40s? Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it was really funny. Last time I went to see my mum and dad... Mm. Um, everyone was dancing mm. and mum, Bill kept like, got really going for it. And my dad were going, Bill, watch me fucking lights. Bill, fucking lights. Because my dad had just had some new lights fitted. Right. So yeah, they're a lovely couple. Really, really lovely. I'm looking forward to seeing them. I think they're coming as well. I think, yeah, there might be, because it's about a two hour drive better than where mum and dad live. Okay. Yeah. So they're going to bring more, are they hiring a minibus? No, I think they're going in one car. Okay. Yeah. I think my grandma might be coming with a boyfriend as well. Nigel? Yes. Yeah, okay. So that's TBC. Gosh, it's going to be a whole thing, isn't it? And then I'm going back out next year for my brother's stag day. Gosh, Dwight, could you not brother not bring it forward and have it and kill two birds with mm, one stone? Baby, aren't we, Annie? Oh, okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Um, well, look, thanks to Amazon Music, we're taking a lot of lucky G&D on holiday to the Costa Blanca with travel and hotel accommodation sorted. Plus, you'll get to be at an exclusive live podcast recording as we raise another glass of G&D to five years of Sextage. Yeah, so we're going to do a show. Have we booked out the place yet? Yeah, so we're going to do a show in one of the bars in Benidorm, which will be fun. And at some point in today's episode, mm. you'll hear producer Benidorm's Big Bing Bong. And that will have the Diva Espana code you need to enter the prize draw. Plus, there's another chance to win over on Amazon Music. Yes, in every week of the competition, you can listen ad-free on Amazon Music and make sure you follow the show so you don't miss our Diva Espana priority boarding bonus episode. 
Are you ready for producer Benidorm's Big Bing Bong? I think, well, possibly, yes. It was very exciting last week, so who, who knows where it will come in the episode this week. You never know. You'll have to keep listening. We've a lot to talk about. How was your week? What, what are we talking about? Well, we had a fantastic weekend, let's be honest. Yes, we did. I think, bar any dinner parties that producer Ben has ever been to, that was one of my favourites. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, bless you. Yeah. We had a really good laugh, didn't we? We did, we did have a very good laugh. Although, it started off on a bad note. Why? Because, uh, obviously, I think you forgot that I have a ring door camera uh, in the back passage. And let me just uh, play you. I sort of, because obviously I'm that sort of fastidious person. Jordan's walking down the back passage, observing the luxury bay tree. That was close. <laughs> <laughs> we got it! Did you hear that? <laughs> Those plants attacking. I did it on purpose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yeah. it on purpose. I knew you'd be listening on the ring doorbell. <laughs> By the way, you and your etiquette rules, because um, I actually got there early, so I was just walking around your block like a weirdo for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, they're doing uh, flat up down. Have you seen the... Yes. Yeah. Oh, there's lots of lots of development near where yeah. I'm living. Because obviously I've moved there now and property prices have skyrocketed but um thank you so much for having us it was wonderful it was a lovely lovely evening jonathan was on good form we, we were all on good form we talked everything from quitting smoking to dildos yes and everything yes. in between yeah it was uh great also food mm. was exceptional that's very kind of you to say i overdid the broccoli and i wasn't enamored with the chicken no 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 no. it was it was fantastic the start was great you made a vegetable soup i'll be honest i th- i never like first courses and i'm very as i said to you last week i was very in two minds about whether i did one i thought that soup was the winner yeah we had chicken and mash uh, what was it <sighs> We had a honey and mustard glazed chicken with yeah. a sweet potato mash. Sweet potato mash. Purple sprout. Well, it wasn't purple sprouting. It was just tender stem because I couldn't find anything purple sprouting in Waitrose. But it was tender stem broccoli with a tarragon and lemon dressing. Hear me out as well. Mm. You should have told me when I was going for my second helping of the chocolate cake that Mikey made. Yes. Fantastic, by the way. You yeah. should have told me there was cheese coming up afterwards. Oh, sorry. I had two lots of chocolate cake and loads of cheese. Well. Yeah. That cheese yourself. was great. The nice cheddar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know how to look at it. If you go to a... I don't know if uh, all Waitrose have this, but if you go to the Waitrose counter, Bomber Cheddar, Mm. it's got a black rind. Yes. It's the creamiest, most delicious cheddar I have ever had. Bomber Cheddar. Yeah. And if anyone... sure that's what it's called anyway. If anyone's listening from Bomber Cheddar, feel free to send some out. Mm. Yeah. Why not? No, really nice. Um, Um, So I'm glad, glad you had a nice time. It's always... Quite unnerving leaving your flat and going to a friend's and it being exactly the same. It's a <laughs> bit bit weird at times, but you do get used to it. You're like, oh, that's the same colour as my bedroom. Oh, that's the same bed as mine. Yes, because you haven't seen our bedroom since we had redone it. Oh, we've got those side tables. Oh, and those books. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you're, I mean, you've got I'm a wide... joking. Yours is wider than mine. Beg your pardon? Your bedroom is wider. Yeah. And thus you have the bigger bed. But we have the same bed. Yeah, we do. Yours looks better, though. You've put some throws and cushions on it. I need to We've do that. we dressed the bed, yes. We've dressed the bed. Mm. Is that where you put your jammers under your pillow? Is that where you're meant to put them? Yeah, we do that. Oh. I just put them at the end of bed or in back in drawer. I think it, it clashes with the throws. Oh, okay. Mm. So you, you could just get the same throws as me because it's the same bedroom. I know, yeah. It you is. might as well. Yeah, your flat is amazing, by the way. Well, thank you very it's much. It's a really lovely... Your bathroom is the cleanest bathroom I've ever seen. Thank you. Yeah, you want to start paying your cleaner more. <laughs> <laughs> 
because they are doing. Excuse a good me, job. we d- we did that oh, an did hour you? before everyone arrived. Oh, right, okay. Well, even it, though the our lovely cleaner had come the day before, it looked it looked great. But yeah, thanks thank very you. much. Oh, I've got your uh, thank you card actually. Is this one you're going to write in front of me again? Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, you're wearing your headphones. Sorry. Show the camera. Take it out the packet. Sorry. Am I a bad, terrible friend? No, but I mean... I was going to post it, but then I thought, no, I'm seeing it. Yeah, save on a stamp. Do you know, I'm loving the new uh, Is it William and Mikey or Mikey and William? Uh, Either. Is Mikey E-Y or Y? Uh, M-I-K-E-Y. Because with a C would be like Mickey, but he's not. M-I-K-E-Y. Don't read it. (laughs) Just talk amongst yourselves. Thank you. How do you spell absolutely? It's one of those, I can never spell absolutely or appreciate. So hang on. Not only are you writing it in front of me, I'm, I'm helping you write most of can it. can never spell absolutely appreciate or the name Chloe or Naomi. <laughs> Go on. A-B-S-O. A-B-S-O. U-L-T-E-Y. No, L-U-T-E. Oh, for f- L- uh, A-B-S-O-L-U-T-Y. Possibly. I don't know. Oh, I've spelled... Oh, for f- he just crossed it out. Absolutely. That'll do. Put this bit in for the ARIA entry for next year. We're nearly finished. Oh no, we're putting it in the we're going through the charade of putting it in the envelope as well. Great, great podcast this. This is great. <laughs> Award winning stuff. Uh, it's writing on the envelope. Keep all this in. Keep all, all of it. Yeah, yeah. Keep all this in. Every second, Jack. There you go. I've got a card for oh, you. Oh, Jordan. Oh, that's so kind of you. There you go. Don't open oh, it. Look, the ink smudging when I touch oh, it. Oh, don't. Don't. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Do you want me to great. open it? Uh, no, open it in, in... I'll open it with the handwritten letters in part two. Yeah. I'll get Mikey to open it as well. <laughs> there you go. Um, what else did you want to talk about? Well, you know the hob... Yes. We've got, got the new hob in. Was it in when we were there? It was, yes. A couple oh, of days in. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it looks exactly Explain the same. Explain why the broccoli were cold. <laughs> no, the broccoli wasn't cold. The broccoli was overcooked. Oh, okay. It was limp. Anyway. Um, We've all been there. <laughs> we obviously had to seal it. Now, because you know, it sits flush into the unit and then it needs silicon seal oh, around. Oh, did you do that yourself? Well, I thought, well, how, how hard can it be? <laughs> We'll get some sealant. I bought some clear, heat-proof and waterproof sealant from Amazon. Yeah. Put that round the outside. Put the hob on top. Let it set. Wipe off any excess. Bob's your uncle, yeah. fan is your aunt. So it arrives. We take it out. We're doing it. And it is really hot. Like, we were, we're pushing the sealant. It's, like, it's coming out in, like, tiny little micro amounts and in the end, I was just like, oh, just put two on. Like, it's not sealed. That is not a sealed hob. We're probably going to have another accident. If I'm not here next week, it's because we've gone up in flames. And it then turns out, when Mikey was telling our friend Luke about all of this, that what we should have actually got is a gun to put the sealant in. Yes. Because we're pressing it from the bottom oh, with our thumb. Oh, no, you get a gun. I didn't know you needed oh, a gun. Oh, my God. How does Mikey work as a builder and not have a sealant <laughs> gun? Are you joking? So we need to get a gun. Yeah. Luke's got one, apparently. We're going to borrow it. No, just buy them. They're only like a tenner. Yeah, but I don't need to keep that around my house. God. I've got, I've got so you guns. Put... 
You were pushing the sealant yourself. From the bottom. I Jesus, had such a sore thumb. I bet you did. Yeah. Yeah. Still a bit sore. <laughs> anyway, so it turns out you need a gun. That's... But this is why I don't do DIY. How's your week been? Yeah, good. I think I've got hay fever. Oh, okay. If I sound a bit like a bit snuffy, I, I, I think it's hay fever. I thought I was getting a bit of a cold, but I've lost my sense of taste and smell. I can see that. <laughs> it's a nice shacket, there. It is. It's lovely. Um, nice and cream. Oh, it's back to wallet losing season again now because I'm yes. back on the shackets. So I put my wallet in my trousers pocket, and that's how I always end up. And a lot of my shackets, but your shackets have pockets. Not, I'm not side pockets. Okay. So I lost my wallet again this week. Got handed in at work. You need to get an air tag. I've got one of them. Oh, still doesn't work. Yeah, I need to get a chain. Yes. Like I'm working in a prison or something. Or a little microchip, a little credit card inserted into your wrist, and then you can just pay like that. Well, I have. I've got my phone for that. Yeah, but you lose your phone and you lose your wallet, so yeah. you can just have it in your in your wrist. I'm getting, I think I'm getting a bit of hay fever. Um, and you, but you haven't taken your antihistamine? No, not today. I forgot. I came in I had to have a sit-down, did I? You t- Jordan literally came in. Bear in mind that we are on the first floor of this building, okay? Uh, obviously, Jordan took the stairs, not the lifts. We've done one flight of stairs, and I thought he was going to have a cardiac event. I couldn't bear to say, oh, just give me five minutes, like like a nana, weren't I? Yeah. I was like, oh, just let me have a breather. And then you were both wittering away. I was like, I feel a bit faint here. And whilst we were wittering away, and producer Ben came over to adjust our microphones, I said to Ben, I went, Ben, have you been on holiday? Mm. Because Ben was looking very tanned. Ben looks great at the moment. And we were like, you look great. Have you caught the sun? And uh, you can put your microphone on for this, Ben, because I know, I know everyone likes it. What, what did you say to us? I've got a new routine. A new regime. <laughs> a regime. <laughs> and we were like, sorry, what? <laughs> What's happened? And it's not tinted moisturiser, or is it? It is. He went, basically, he's been spending too much time with us. Ben's bought a tinted moisturiser. What is it? It's some sort of, it's got some caffeine in it, and it's got a bit of lift and a bit of zhuzh. <laughs> bit of lift. Bit of lift. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be on bloody drag race next, yeah. won't he? Um, I've got some spoof recommended by yourself, William, that yeah. I do a daily spoof. So. Good. Spoof all over your face in the morning. SPF. 50 spoof. That's SPF to everybody else. Well, 50, or well, I do 40. Well, I do 50. You do 50. Okay. And look at me now. I, <laughs> what do you do? I, I don't. I just use a moisturiser. I think it's got spoof in. You sure? I think so. Okay. I got my back lasered yesterday. I was texting because <laughs> he's also getting his backs done. I don't know if he... Might not want that public knowledge. Probably but anyway. not, but anyway. So we now always send a picture of us with our goggles on. Oh, bless you. Yeah, we'll send them a picture of our goggles on, because we're usually within a week of each other getting our backs done. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. You could ask for a discount and go together. I know, yeah. So he gets his back done. How many more sessions do you need? I've got six more. Six? It, yeah, oh, it still bloody hurts. I have to... So I get in. We've done this before, and I have to bite down on my hoodie. Mm. Not a pillow. Yeah. I've, I'll tell you what, I'm actually really concerned. I did the most stupid... Does my... Do, I, I know my hair's receding, okay? So I'm going through stages. Does my hair look like a bit of a bird's nest at the moment? Because no. I'm growing it a bit longer on top, and stupidly, and I don't tend to do this, I read the comments on Radio 1's TikTok page. Okay. There's a video of me on there, and everyone was just going in on my hair. Oh. And now I'm worried that it looks like a bit of a bird's nest. I don't think it looks like a bird's no. nest. Do you think? No. Okay. I mean, it could... I, not today. I, I need to go and look at that video. Yeah. Bit of a... Were you looking at the... 
I, I haven't seen this video, but I bet you I know which one you went to go and watch. Is it you in a bra? No. No. Why were you in a bra? Oh, it's a long story. Oh, basically, I got sent... Um, it was... Should we just, for context, for those that don't, for those few that don't listen to your show on Radio 1, can we just go into why you were in a bra? Well, I was about to explain before yeah. you got to it. <laughs> so, um, I did a big clean-up round house on Friday, and I put all junk mail in there, and there's a package outside the hallway. Mm-hmm to the entrance to the flat. And um, there's been a package there for ages, but no name on it, just the address. And it's been there six months since I moved in. So I oh. opened it and it was three bras. <laughs> so I, don't, I wanted to ask you the etiquette here. So my auntie Linda came to, on Saturday to pop in and um, I asked if she wanted a bra. <laughs> they didn't fit her. It was a very weird conversation. What cup size? Um, so one's double D, one's F, and I think one's another double D. Can't remember. Now, I think, now I'm not an expert in this department, but I think that's quite big. Yeah. Mm. So then my mum FaceTimed and I asked her and she said they were too big for her. So then I mentioned it on the radio and Vic said, bring them in because she just had some chicken fillets delivered. Mm-hmm. Not that you eat the ones I'm, that you put I'm aware in. of those. So then we decided to play a silly game on the radio. Okay. We'll see how many chicken fillets we could get in a bra. And how many can you get in a bra? Nine. Nine. Mm. Oh, I suppose you can get more if it was a bigger bra. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And that's the sort of stuff we do. Mondays to Thursdays, 3.30 till 6, going on with Vic and Jordan. For now? For now. Uh, good. Okay. Well, that's that's lovely. So, yeah. What? what? Sorry, Ben's looking around the studio. Oh! I'm just looking for my plug. Oh, oh. no, it's there. <laughs> Was that a joke? What? Ben, are you... Is this... Well, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Is that an, is that a reference to... plugging his show. Oh! Oh! oh. 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 Okay. Sorry, because we thought you meant something else. Uh, two more things yes. I've got to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, randomly come home from work the other night. There's a cat in my house. Okay. Yeah, shit myself. Have you, you haven't got a cat flap? No, I think it's because I left my bathroom window open, so okay. it come through there. Uh, so there's a cat in my house. What type of cat? What colour? It was uh, white and brown. Okay. Yeah. Tor- tortoiseshell. Yeah, tortoiseshell. So that was a bit scary. I had to shush it out with a broom. No, no you don't shush out. <laughs> no. You shush, you shush, shush What did I do? Shoo it out. Shoo it I out. shooed it out. <laughs> <laughs> it went on with a new haircut. <laughs> I shushed that cat up. <laughs> um, so that, and we've got a new smart meter fitted. Oh. Do you have a smart meter? No, we can't get one. Do you have one, Ben? Oh, it's Fucking stressful, isn't it? Yeah. Jesus, I wish I'm literally, as I'm getting older, I know that I'm turning into my dad. Mm. But Christ, it's stressing me. Right, put your dryer on, which yeah. you shouldn't be doing in this weather anyway, but I had to do my towels. Yeah. Because, you know, I like my towels. Yeah, white fluff and them fluff it. Yeah. yeah. Put dryer on and just sit and watch your smart meter. It just clicks up. Honestly, it just goes up and up. And, you, oh, it's stressing me out. Hello, McDonald's. Every, what? <laughs> Every day I'm like, <laughs> £4.50 we're on. What have you been doing? Yeah. Wow. It's okay. mad. Well, maybe don't get it, turn it around the other way. Proper so you can't stresses see it. me out. Bless you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure you'll be fine. But it's a good... I think it's a con. I, I've always said... I do. I think it's a bloody con, smart meters. I, I remember um, John Lewis. No, not John Lewis. Your man from Good Morning Britain. Martin Martin Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I, sw- I swear I need to go to doctors or something. <laughs> Honestly. Lots of people text me to say Yvette Cooper uh, I, <laughs> ghost, ghost ghost hunting is a great idea. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think I need to go to doctors or something. Definitely. Um, Martin Lewis mm. said that, you, I think he said that the best, the most accurate way 
to keep your bills down is to do regular meat readings. And I've always done a meat reading, just going every month. And Anyway, so that's my week. Marvellous. Marvellous. Right, well, should we go on to uh, your joke of the week? Uh, have you got one for us? I've got that one that you sent me. I don't know if I have sent you a... You sent me one. So this is my jolly joke of the week that William sent me. <gasps> oh, no! Attention, G and Divas. Not now, Ben. Hi, guys. Your Diva Espana code to enter the prize draw is... 5-2-B-4. Oh, G and Divas, there we go. That's our producer Bing's Big Ben Bong, or whatever it is. Fantastic. So what do we need to do now, then? So you need to go on to sexedmyboss.com, click on the Diva Espana competition, and enter that code if you would like to be in with a chance this week. If you entered last week, you can enter this week for a chance to join us in Benidorm this August. So... Just to say again that this is your chance to join us in Benidorm. Your Diva Spaniard code to enter the prize draws is 52B4. And where do you go to enter that code? Sextedmyboss.com. Okay. Good luck. Good luck. Right, it's time for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week, courtesy of William. Okay, here's the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat. With our Jordan, and if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Cha-cha-cha. I've heard they found a cure for dyslexia. And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't, right? Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp. Jordan, I've got a little something for you. Oh, go on. Well, this one is a metaphorical little something. There have been plenty of actual gifts recently, but if I could give you an extra hour in your day, other than scroll mindlessly on social media, what would you do with it? What would I do? I'd I'd read. You'd read? Yeah, I'd spend a good hour reading. Even more reading? Yeah. You love a good book? I do. I'm not reading much at the moment. Are you not? No. How about you? What would you do? I'd do a bit more ironing. Okay, of course. Yes. You know I love ironing everything. Mm -hmm. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. They provide access to UK mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise, no referral needed. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash sexted. That's betterhelp.com slash sexted. All right, Gene Devers, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, Jordan's Jolly Joker this week was sent to me by my good friend, William Hanson. I can't remember sending you this. I've heard they found a cure for dyslexia. It's music to my arse. <laughs> yes, I can. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Right. Well, was it's not mine, very actually. Good. But yeah. um, for, don't send in and say I'm dyslexic, so technically I can tell that joke, yeah, yeah, can't yeah. I? Yeah, can't exactly. Yeah. Um, Marvellous. All right. I mean, we just... Pretty much saying I couldn't write a card. Oh, talking of which, shall we open? Because just before we get onto the no, don't open, don't oh, please don't. I don't want you to open it. Well, tough. Says thank you so much. Don't. Can you not please? Please, can you not read it out? I wanted Mikey to open it. Well, I'll. Oh, that's very nice that you wrote that. Thank you. Some things are personal. Yeah, and private. Your whole life doesn't have to be on show. Pillock's got two L's, though, by the way. <laughs> That's all. Okay. Okay. Uh, you're like a bloody um, influencer. I'm joking. That's harsh. Joking. I'm a giga. I'm a giga influencer. What's a giga influencer? It's just a, several levels above an influencer. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, right, shall we go to the listeners' problems? Yes, this one is from Tim. Dear Jordan, William and producer Ben, I've said it before, not for a while, I'll say it again. My name first, Ben Jordan's, and then if you must, producer Ben. Does it really matter? Yes. Keeps you up at night, that shit sort of stuff. Oh, it does. It? I'm hoping you can help console me after an unfortunate incident over the weekend when I tra- when Sorry. I travelled from Italy back to the UK. It had already been a long day when the cabin crew came around with the drinks trolley. I had decided to treat myself to a beer. I didn't get much of a chance to enjoy it, though, as my clumsy hands saw it spill all over my white summer trousers and the jeans of the Italian stranger next to me. It was a pretty mortifying and chaotic few minutes. I did the walk of shame to the front of the plane to get tissues, and I repeatedly apologised to the gentleman and cleaned up as best as I could. This was in the middle of the two-hour flight, and the hour that followed was tense. It was a sticky situation, and we both stank like a brewery. The guy took it uh, about as well as anyone could, but was clearly annoyed, so after quite a few apologies, I decided to keep to myself and read my book. My question is, etiquette-wise, did I do the right thing? Was I right to apologise and not annoy him further, or should I have offered to buy him something as a peace offering? I considered it, but was honestly so embarrassed and didn't want to risk making it worse. Grateful for your thoughts, so I can be prepared for next time. Cheers, Tim. Tim, uh, you know, you could have offered him a drink. I would have offered him a drink. That would have been nice. But also, Tim, you did do the wrong thing, because we've talked about it before. Always have shout wet wipes on you. <laughs> shout stain remover wet wipes. I have them in every pocket, every bag. There'll be some in that bag there. I've got some in my toiletry bag. They are great. For little spills, I always dribble coffee down me. The stain remover wipes, they've got like a bit of a texture on them, so they bring mm. stains up. And you should always carry shout remover wet wipes with you. Um, Joe, my friend and colleague, also tells me that Pampers baby wipes are also very good for all sorts of things. Mm, yeah, wet wipes are good. Including stains. But I just don't walk around wet wipes, shout wipes. No. Yeah. What's the etiquette there? I think I, th- I think Tim did the right thing, to be honest. You said sorry. You said sorry sincerely. You say it a few times. I, I don't know what sort of uh, type of plane you're on, but yes, if you have to buy something in order to 
um, as an appeasement, I think that would be fine, or at least offer. Uh, if it was a friend you spilt something on, I think you could offer to, you know, pay for the dry cleaning, etc. But if it's a stranger on a plane, I probably wouldn't, you know, you have to exchange details for that and have an ongoing relationship. And I don't think you need that. Um, but yes, offering something, saying sorry, it's going to be awkward. You just have to suck it up. Thank God it was a two-hour flight, not a nine-hour Yeah, flight. do you know what? I'd be, if someone spilt it on me as well, I'd be like, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. I once spilt a beer coming back from on the train coming back from Newcastle to London. I've just done a DJ gig. That's a long train. And journey. the trays were like lopsided, so I kept putting my beer on there and it was uh it spilled and then I did it again and this guy went mad. And what annoyed me the most was he went, Can you fucking hold your drink in London Lake? And I was like, I am not a Londoner. How dare you went everywhere. He probably thought you were it spilled and went up all over his little daughter as well. So I I apologised. <laughs> Yeah, she, How old was the daughter? Probably about four or five. She smelled like a fucking brewery, honestly. <laughs> it was really bad, but I'd done it before and spilled it on him and her. And I, yeah. Right. And he went, I was more annoyed, though, that he'd called me a Londoner. He went, can't you hold your drink I'm in London, like? <laughs> and this was how long ago? Pre-pandemic. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Uh, this is from Anonymous. It's a terrible gig, that, as well. About four people turned up. Not very popular in Newcastle, apparently. This is from Anonymous. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I've never written in before, but I'm hoping you can help me now. My best friend and I fell out about five years ago. We've all been there. We grew up together, and she was like the sister I never had. However, we had an argument... We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> Cheers, hon. <laughs> That's the best bit of the podcast so far. Oh, thank yeah. you. We should have that. Yeah. William Hansen, the sister I've never had. <laughs> I'll get you back. Um, however, we had an argument and we stopped speaking completely. She thought that I wasn't there for her when she needed me, even though I was doing the best I could to support her at the time. We are now like strangers and I have no idea what's going on in her life. Recently, I've been wanting to reach out and reconnect, and I miss having her in my life. However, I don't know whether to, what if she ignores me or explains why she doesn't want to be friends with me. Other friends have come and gone, and that's fine, as I know that hap that happens as we grow up. However, she really was my best friend, and I miss her. So should I reach out and hope that she feels the same? Is it strange to reach out after five years have passed? I look forward to hearing your advice. Thank you in advance. Anonymous. Anonymous, yeah, absolutely reach out. I, I know that's the most mm. obvious answer. Reach out. You've, you've said it yourself there in the letter. And if she doesn't get back in touch, then that's fine. At least you've tried. Do mm. you know what? I'm going to heed my own advice here. I need to, do you know what? I need to reach out to a friend as well who've kind of lost touch. Oh, is it? Yeah, recently. I, yeah, I know the one. Um, and I need to reach out to a friend. So mm. I'm going to, you've inspired me to reach out to my friend. We've not spoken. He's for, only over there. We've not spoken for. <laughs> We've not spoke for five years. I think it's about, it's probably about three months. Um, mm. So yeah, do it. And what's the, if, if, if they reject you or that's fine, like at least you've tried. I would say yes, at least you tried. I would write them a letter, write them a card. If you still know where they live. Send them an email or a text. Or write them a card. Uh, just to say, thank you. It's just something, you know, thanks for being my friend, uh, you know, back then. I'd love to reconnect. And who knows, your friendship may not go back to exactly what it was. And maybe if they do explain why they have stopped speaking to you, maybe you'll get closure. You've put in your letter here, I've been wanting to reach out and reconnect as I miss having her in my life. Put Use that exact line. Yep. And get back in touch and let us know how it goes. 
Um, this next one is from Jessa. Sorry, I'm full of this A fever. I can't shake it. It's all right. This next one is from Jessa. What, a, what, a, what an unusual name. Jessa. Jessa. J-E-S-S-E-R. Dear William Jordan and EPB, I'm currently in Italy by myself. I'm travelling for 11 weeks in total, six of them by myself. I have never done anything like Arriva this. Arrivederci. I've never done anything like this before, and I have never go- gone this far away from home. Brackets Australia. That explains it. Let alone by myself. Reality has hit me hard recently, as I realise that I'm halfway across the world by myself in a country where I do not speak the language. I've really just dove into the deep end here. Dived, I think you mean. I feel nervous to do anything. Go outside, order coffee, food, you name it. So my question is, do you have any tips on how to ease the nerves? I understand that everyone has different coping mechanisms, but perhaps hearing some ideas thrown around will give me a push in the right direction. Kind regards, Jessa. Jessa, um, would you say that's homesickness? Yes. In a way. Um, see, my advice, but I don't know if it'd work with you being Australian. So when I was really homes, <laughs> Well, when I was really homesick at uni, I used yeah. to watch Coronation Street Omnibus. <laughs> I did. It I really said, helped. Watch Neighbours, but they got rid of it. I, that's what I was going to say. You could watch Neighbours, but actually nobody, before they got rid of it, nobody in Australia watches it. Anyway, no, it's more, it's bigger yeah, over in Yeah, You could watch Home and Away. My my best, so my advice is if you're feeling a bit homesick, obviously get yourself out there, mm. put yourself out there. I mean, don't start, like, I don't mean like prostitution, but there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> if you wanted to. That's totally fine. Okay. I'm not judging. It's taking a turn. But, um... Watch maybe some shows from back home that make you feel less homesick. Your Kath and Kim reruns. And I bet you, I bet you there's some Australian restaurants in Italy that you could go to. Yeah. And get some poutine. Oh. No, that's no, Canadian. It's Canada. <laughs> so I, it's... I'm going doctors, seriously. <laughs> Got this brain fog that I can't... Well, Jessa, you could join a running club. You could join a running club. She might not be into running. No. You could, like, I don't know what the equivalent is... In get Australia, it, it. swimming away from sharks or somewhere. I don't know. In surfing. Yeah, but she's in Italy. Yeah, you can surf in Italy. No, but I don't think there are many sharks in Just, Italy. That's what I did. I used to watch Coronation Street Omnibus on a Sunday with Owen. I used to drink loads of tea and biscuits and watch episodes of Royal Family. Okay. Or you could, Jessa, just as an idea, you could find a, a temporary job, whether it's work, you know, cleaning bed. Yeah, but you need to earn money to travel. But the good news is you're away for 11 weeks. You know, 11 weeks is only 11 weeks, not 11 months. Yeah. So it'll pass. Get, yeah, get yourself out there because you'll regret it otherwise. Yeah. Um, but be friendly, open conversation with people in bars. You know, if you sit at the... I think sitting at the counter in a Good bar. Good day, sport. That kind of thing. Use use the language. Use um, whatever that language learning app is to at least have some conversation with people. Mm. I think I think that'll be fine. But just smile. I th- And also... Don't worry about it. If you worry about it, it's going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Neighbours. Everybody needs good neighbours. With a little understanding. You can find the perfect blending. Place. Place. Is it not ending? So that's when good neighbours. I've completely butchered this. Become... Good friends. I hope that's made you feel better, Jessa. Or as they'd call it in Italy. Vicinato. Vicinato. <laughs> vici, vici, vicinato. Vici, okay. vici, vicinato. Arriva, okay. arriva, dolci. Shush. Vicinato. Someone reset Jordan. There you go. 
Okay, this next one is... I, I bet you that's made Jessa feel better already. Um, yes, Jessa, that has made it all worthwhile. Just go to the beach and have a big barbecue. This next one is from Nick. Dear Jordan, William and EPB. Correct. I'm in a tough spot and it's all your fault. Oh. I had a bunch of chores to do, so I popped you on my headphones and started vacuuming. At the tuck... Vacuuming? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Is this the one? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Come on, you get, Ben's got a little glint in his... He literally, he's got his feet off the ground, he's giggling that At much. the time... <clears throat> <laughs> At the time, my son was playing with Dusty the hamster in the kitchen. Who was in the hamster ball? We can't. I sent him out of the room while I went around vacuuming. I, can't. I haven't even got. Mid vacuum, I felt one of my son's toy balls, so kicked it out of the way and then felt a thud in the vacuum. <laughs> That's when the vacuum stopped and came up filter blocked. I saw the open hamster ball at my feet and felt my heart sink. I ran outside and emptied the vac bin to find Dusty had met his end. Before you, like, the animal cruelty people and stuff start messaging and commenting. <laughs> we feel awful. We feel this is, this is terrible and we do not condone this. Right, it happens. It does happen. I quickly dusted him off and put him in his hamster house filled with shredded paper, telling my son he was tired and went to sleep. <laughs> I ran out the next day and got a similar hamster, and so far he's not noticed. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> the son's 24. So my, so my dilemma is, do I tell my son what happened and teach him that animals do die as part of the circle of life, or do I continue the charade that Dusty is still alive? Kind regards, Nick. Nick, uh... Keep up the charade and then tell him in years to come when you're down the pub. And he'll love that. Yeah, I don't know how old your son is. Yeah. When you're down the pub having a pint with him in years to come. Say, do you remember Dusty? But like, yeah, we had about eight Dusties. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, look, the key is you didn't do it on purpose. Mm. Okay, so whether you tell your son now or in 10 years' time, hopefully he will understand. Um, but, you know, we've all... Well, I haven't ever killed little poor harmless pets. We used to have Bradley brought one home one weekend. I think it was Dominic actually when we lived in Catrick. You know, we, at primary school, you used to have to take the pet home for the weekend. Well, we did, but pet, yeah, different people. And it stayed with us, and we obviously four boys. We had this hamster. It was amazing. We played with it. What was it called? I can't remember. It was we proper looked after it. We had it like Ryan had it running. Up his oh. arm, over his head, oh. over his other head. We had it no. all weekend. We were just up. My mum said she was like probably going to invest in one because it kept invest. us quiet. <laughs> kept us quiet all weekend. We like took it out with us and everything. Not in a lead, like. But, you know, <laughs> it died a week later. Right. I mean, what whilst it was in your care? When or it back went at back school? to school, died right. a week later. I mean, did mom, anyone feed it picky teeth? No, my mum always thought it was us. Well, she always felt guilty about that. Okay. Do you remember that hamster we had? Oh god, she's gonna go on bloody hamster story again. But we should we just after it. should we toast Dusty? Yeah, to Dusty, Dusty, who's no longer with us. Dusty the hamster, <laughs> and it's a, a little hoovered hamster. It's an ironic name. For he a was sucked up into the Hoover. He'll be in hamster heaven now. Yes. Yeah. I mean, hilarious that you called it Dusty and then it, en it ended its life covered in dust. Mm. 
Yeah, it was meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just waiting for all the comments. And we're not condoning animal cruelty. It would have been a quick ending as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know How whether... The f- sorry, sorry, sorry. How the pig in hell do you vacuum an hamster? I want to know whether the hoover had a bag or not. Was it an industrial size hoover? What type of hoover? With my shark, you, you, you can't get an hamster up there for sure. I want to know I'm sorry. whether oh. it was cremated or not, because then it would have been turned to dust. Dust. <laughs> Very good. No, they buried it in back garden. Well, I don't know, because the son doesn't know what's happened. Okay. This final one is also from Anonymous. To William Jordan and producer Ben, my boyfriend and I have built a strong foundation for our intimate life, which has become exceptionally spicy and quite enjoyable. However, some foundations do cave in. One day we were getting rather raunchy before work and decided to have a quickie. In the midst of this, my partner decided that he had the most marvellous idea of trying anal for the first time. We had spoken about doing this at some point previously and had prepared to prevent unnecessary injury. After some preparation to expand my regional area, my boyfriend collected a larger end golden butt plug and inserted it into me. As he manoeuvred the butt plug backwards and forwards in a salacious in a salacious manner, he suddenly came to an immediate halt as I heard a suction sound. As I turned around to see why my partner had stopped, I saw his face staring at me in pure horror. However, my boyfriend had managed to get the entire butt plug stuck up my bum. As the information of this sank in with me, I mentally prepared three options in my head as to what could be done. Option one, contacting my employer and telling them last minute I could not go to work as I had to venture to the hospital. I was not satisfied with this option as couldn't face the shame of some doctor removing a sex toy from my asshole. Two, self-removal. Also unsatisfactory as I thought my bowel movements would tear a bigger hole when attempting to force it out. Oh God, I've got all, I've got all funny. Option three, going into work and acting as if a butt plug was not buried deep within my abdomen. Jesus Christ. Luckily, I ended up not needing any of these options, as after some digging, my partner managed to use my other area to to ma- oh to manoeuvre my butt plug and take it. What you it mean? Out. So we got it out through. A- I mean, I don't know how that works. Oh my god! <laughs> like an acrobat in the circus. Fair play to you. Luckily. Oh wow! What a magic trick. Here Gee, my- with that, would it? Yeah. Oh. Oh, fair play. What a hero. Here is my question. In the circumstance where we could not manoeuvre the butt plug out, which of those options would have been the most acceptable? Love the show, guys. Anonymous. First of all, I just get back in touch because it's going to bug me. I won't be able to sleep at night. Did you finish your quickie or not? <laughs> no, I suspect they didn't. Well, I suspect the mood had gone. Get back in touch. And um, what was the question? Um, option one. I, like, which of those three options would we have done had... The, we not been able I would have to tried my, if you'd not got it out I would have gone to hospital I think you're going to have to phone phone your employer and go I can't come in I've got to I'm being rushed to the hospital I can't go into it unlike the butt plug and then have it removed and yet it's going to be embarrassing they've seen it all before I'm sure it's not the first yeah. time oh I watched some on TikTok of a man that went into hospital who fell on a toilet brush right yeah he yeah, was in agony the poor bugger was in agony and he said he actually he accidentally fell on it right Oh, you don't want to put that up there. Uh-oh. No, it were not the brush end. I think it was the stick end. You could use... Imagine walking into a hospital with a toilet brush sticking out your ass. 
They've seen it all before, trust me. And you will and if this happens to you, know that they'll never say your name or they'll they'll keep your personal details confidential, but they will probably tell everybody they ever meet. I used to work with a nurse and you she told it. me all Oh God, what's that a fella come in and all sorts. Well, you say that I, years ago, and I'm talking like 15, 16 years ago. Why, what happened to you? I had a chiropodist. A what? A chiropodist What's feet. That? Oh. Because I had, on my left foot, I had a large mosaic wart. Now, it sounds a little bit Greek, but it's it's not. Mosaic wart? Yeah. You mean it was a veruca? No, it was a large mosaic wart. And patient chiropodist confidentiality, I'm sitting in her waiting room. She, I won't mention her name. She walks in to to the receptionist with her previous patient to sort of tell the receptionist what needs to happen for billing and all that. And she goes, hello, William, how's the wart? <laughs> Across the entire waiting room. I was absolutely mortified. Paddy McGuinness does a funny sketch. He was in STI clinic. And he walked in and he seen someone he knew. And he went, all right, what are you doing in here? It's <laughs> like, well, what do you think? I think it was Paddy McGuinness. I think it was on his early stand-up. It sounds like it. Um... um Option one, or, or potentially, and, and I'm not condoning this because it is illegal and you need to be careful, um, poppers, I believe. That's a great shout. But I believe that's sort of the, what, what I say the purpose. Uh, people use them. To, all right, relax your I'm ass. sure it works that way. Does it relax, it relaxes your But ass. I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate when you're in the moment and you've got a problem, you can't, they're not easily accessible. Can't you just, be like the time my brother swallowed a penny, just wait to shit it out? Ooh. That's what they said to me, mum. Yeah, but I don't, yeah. Anyway. But it, hey, at least <laughs> Look, you... Look, it's fine. Well, something for everyone. Um, what's coming up in the weekend release? A primary school teacher who was forced to vab in the middle of a lesson. Wow. Wow. That's not appropriate. That's not appropriate. We look forward to that. As always, Probably remember... don't. Um, as always, remember you can listen every Tuesday and Friday, watch us on YouTube on Sunday, and share us on your socials all week. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com. You can tweet or send us a message on Instagram at sexandmyboss, or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letterhead of paper. The address is on the website, sexandmyboss.com. And remember, go to the website for the Diva Espana competition. Yes, enter this week. Even if you entered last week, you can still enter. We'll see you on Friday. Thank you.